the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. This is episode 215 of the Heart of LAOC podcast. Yes, we've had a nice vacation, taken a good break, enjoyed the turkey, but back to business. Guess what? There's news, actual news from the club. So we're back in the mix. We're going to make it happen. As news breaks, we'll keep coming back on air during the offseason. Not going to say it's going to be a super consistent thing that we're going to do every week. If there's no news, right, why do it? Uh, maybe the quick hits on Instagram. You'll see. Uh, full episodes. Got to have some decent news before we go crazy with it. Let me, of course, introduce our crew. It never changes because these are the boys right here. Bam is back. Tony is back. Bam, how are you doing, man? Doing all right. Back at work on night shift. Don't want to work tonight, but we'll get there. <laughs> Living the dream, man. At least we can you can get out of the house. That is a positive. Exactly. Exactly. For this week, at least. But hey, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, Tony, how are you doing, man? Doing pretty well. You know, enjoy the nice day off, but watching this crazy, silly season that we're coming upon us. So it's been kind of crazy, as the best way to say it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the crazy part of silly season actually includes a part of the MLS season. It's been nuts with the results. I mean, shockers all over the place. Apparently a delusional goalkeeper that's comparing himself to Ronaldo and, and Kobe Bryant. Um, but it's been entertaining. I'll give them that. Uh, shocks everywhere as MLS. Like we always say, just get in and then you never know what's going to happen. That's exactly how it's playing out. So that's been entertaining to watch. Wish we were in the mix, especially since we've set, swept certain teams that are that are making a run. Yeah, it hurts a little, but it is what it is. We'll see what happens next. Uh, on our end, yes, we had roster news. We're going to cover that today. Uh, there's rumors. There's draft stuff that we definitely need to cover, right? We'll talk about that. Uh, and the dates coming into that as we get into next week because a lot of things are going down. This is the most critical time. We call it silly season. Again, results and news because the rumors are getting it silly already. Reactions from some folks not realizing kind of the way deadlines work and transfers work why it's too quiet there's a reason for that and we'll we'll get into that that mix as well but thank you everyone for coming back we see the we see the crew jumping on right now we'll get to your comments in a little bit uh just beyond happy to be back on with the crew and uh doing what we do for you guys so uh let's get into some news because why else we here right uh first and foremost we got to say bye to bob bradley bye bob uh this is definitely an end of an era we are now in uncharted waters with our club uh, looking for a new manager, but we do have to still respect Bob. Uh, Bob built the team that got us a supporter shield. Bob did a lot for this club from the very beginning, uh, getting us the exciting style we had, getting us a lot of high drama, a lot of low drama, but definitely putting us on a great journey. Did it end well this year? No, but long term, you got to think of the impact and what he's done. So thank you, Bob, for your service. Uh, reactions, gentlemen, seeing him so quickly jumping over to uh, Toronto. Bam. It was rumored, so I was expecting it. Um, it is a bit bittersweet seeing him go for what he's done with the club. But at the same time, it was time. 
Right. You hit a moment. You, you get there and and you do your bag of tricks and figure out and when it doesn't work anymore it's time to move on uh that's for sure tony your impressions um it was time um we could have done one more season if the cards were in the way but the way everybody wanted it it just it was time just to move on move forward and wish him the best of luck um, hopefully it doesn't take anybody from us it's free agent, but <laughs> I wish him the best and yeah. Yeah. And, it, and what he's doing and why he's doing it makes perfect sense. And it's not a shot against us. Not at all. This, this definitely was an, uh, amicable move. I think everyone was happy at the end of the day for the way it played itself out. There was no uncomfortable conversation, right? There was an option. He could move. Everyone can end in a happy note. Fine, right? No legacy tarnished. It's good. At this point, he gets to go back to Toronto, gets to be with the grandkids, gets to be with the family, gets to be with his son for at least a season, two, it looks like. He's got a lot more control with the team as well, so he really does get to sculpt things as he wishes, uh, but also gets a chance to pass the torch because – we know how Michael is. Michael is a cerebral player. You know he's going to be a coach at one point in his life. You see it. So could this be a beginning of a dynasty in Toronto? We don't know. It would make sense. Maybe that's one of these things where he puts his two years in. Michael walks off the field, right? And moves right into the office. Does what he needs to do. Becomes a part of that. So it could work for them. I think it makes perfect sense. I'm perfectly cool with it. I wish him nothing but the best as long as he's not on the field against us. Right. Do what he wants. When what he wants in the East. Let's just take him out in the final when we get that chance. So all good with me. Um, I like I said, it's it's good that it was so quick. I'll be honest with you uh, that we didn't have the lingering arguments. We didn't have to deal with it. It was pretty much settled. And how quickly he ended up in Toronto seemed pretty well arranged. It was a very tight knit movement out. So. No shock to anybody. I don't think anyone was surprised by it. We mentioned it on the show the last time we were on that that was a potential option and it, it played itself out. All good to everybody there. Uh, so that, of course, begs the question, what's next for us? And first and foremost, we do have to find a coach. We do. Uh, we were going to save rumors for later, but I don't mind jumping on it now because why the heck not? I think you guys are okay with just letting it rip. We're here now. Let's talk about it now. So the first name that, that we heard, uh, which I think we were kind of joking about him the last episode as well, just not naming names, was Antonio Mohamed. Um, it sounded like there might have been some motions there. I'm not telling you anything more than I know. Uh, but basically, the movement I saw within 3252, within fan base, it was positive reviews. Like, hey, he's a free agent. Why not? Uh, I would tell you that I would really like to see him here because he's a guy that shakes things up and he's a guy that wins. He is a proven winner within two seasons. He's usually getting some type of hardware. Sometimes it's the first. Does he get bored quick? Yes, but that's okay. I'll take my, I'll take the star on my shirt. And if he wants to move on after he gets us a star, that's cool. Business done. We move on. That's fine. So for me, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with it. Uh, Tony, when you heard the Mohamed rumors, where was your head? Um, it was surprising, to be honest, because I was like, he was somebody that wasn't in our radar. Like, 
of course, uh, Mexican's national team head coach. We thought we might get him. Um, of course, we, as we all said in when we first got him, the uh, Las Vegas head coach, we knew that he might have gotten it. But when I first heard about him, he's he has he has been able to win. He's been also been able to communicate with Latin Americans. So it would be a perfect fit to fit here. So it was promising. But again, we'll see what happens until there's a signature paper cap, everything, and then I'll be okay with it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be hard. Uh, you got to realize that when you're dealing with Liga Mackey's coaches, there's Liga Mackey's money. And also he's going to Europe. So his pay rates up here. There's no doubt. So this would be a high-end purchase for us if we made that move. Of course, high-end purchases tend to have also snags like agents and other fun things and sponsorships and all that great stuff uh, that gets kind of drawn out. It's not a quick process if you're going with a high-profile coach, that's for sure. It's not like, hey, I'm available. Let's just do this. It doesn't work that way. So he could he still be in the mix? Definitely. Will we hear it by now? Probably not. This makes perfect sense that there's still a process going on. Uh, the other rumor that we heard, and this one's gotten a lot of movement, uh, especially today. Uh, I know ESPN and a couple were running with it was Juan Carlos Osorio. Uh, uh, yeah. Before I go cussing and, and should probably go on sin filter to give you my honest opinion. Um, <laughs> Cause that's where my head's at on this one. Really? I'd like to go off on this one. Uh, I'll just throw it to Bam for a calm take, Tony, and then I'll give you my final thoughts. So Bam, First thoughts on Juan Carlos Osorio. Um, don't know much about him, so my what's more going on with you guys? Um, could be good. We'll see what happens. I either of the coaches could work, but we all know we want one more than the other. Oh, a lot more. Yes, without a doubt, Tony. So, um, <laughs> how do I say this in the nicest way? Like, he is a good coach. He does work well with Vela, and he, and he knows how he plays. Is just he's, he's not. There's a lot of issues that come with him. Is just the best way to say it. I I, I don't even know what it's. Yeah, that's the best I can All say right. with him. I'll just. That works for me. I'll, I'll throw it down with numbers, okay? Mm-hmm. You sent Bob out, or people are cool. Bob leaving, okay? Bob had about a 48% win percentage, about a 48%. Remember, he draws, don't count, or whatever. This guy's a percentage point less, right? So in his career, he's not done as well as Bob. Really, this is true. Yes, he did well in Russia in the World Cup. We got that one. That was great. That was awesome. My question to you guys is, what do you think about his record here in the States, in MLS? He's had a chance here. Yes, he did win a trophy, but it never went well overall. You know, Chicago, like, oh, you know, he did great with Chicago. Well, dude, he was only there for 18 games. And then he did a little bit of something funky to get himself to New York. A little tampering going on, I think. There. It wasn't uh, totally on the up and up. That was a little scandalous. And he got himself over to New York. <sighs> and, oh, in that 18 games at Chicago, he was at seven wins, seven ties, four draws, about a 38% win percentage 
Okay, great. John Thorington played for him, I believe, at that team at that time, which is interesting to think about as well. But here's the fun of the New York Red Bulls. In 59 games, you know how many wins he had? 14. Really? 24 losses, or uh, let me see. So 14 wins, 15 ties, 30 losses. I believe one of those seasons at the time, he had the record for the worst record in, in league history for a side. So what are we doing? Uh, he's not a winner here. He hasn't proven it here. Has he gone other places and won? Yes, he has. But here, with the roster dynamics that we have, as restrictive as they are, is this the right choice? Now, you could also talk about philosophy, approach to the game. Tony, you were a fan of the Mexican national team, right? What yeah. is your take on his performances with Mexico? What was his approach? It was very, how do I say this? Shows up for Germany, doesn't show up for small teams. It's a very attacking, counterattacking. Defensive is not so much, but again, it was also, there was a lot, we need leadership in the back. That Because Rafa Marquez, of course, is, as anybody knows, Mexican national team, literally, that was his place. No one touched it. So that's what the whole thing now moving forward without him. Just look at the record. We He was gone and out and they praise him and all this stuff. But again, we need to like if we get Eddie back and he's full section, I think he's going. But the philosophy, I don't. It's a whole different situation from what Bob was. You know what I mean? It's not ticky tacky. It's. It's more of a I don't I don't, I don't I'm like bouncing on the word if you I'd know say, the word i'd say he's a counter puncher yeah that's what it is real that's madrid his tactical his tactical approach is counter um not speed counter it's i'm gonna build my roster to neutralize what they're going to do i'm not gonna let them worry about what i'm going to do no i'm gonna neutralize what they're going to do that's probably why he has so many ties is he does this cancellation approach Right. And that's where you see him tinkering and moving players in positions. You're like, why is that guy there? Well, because they studied us and we need to match up. And, and so he's very much a tinkerer when it comes to a lineup. And you'll have three games with three different setups. It's always there's nothing consistent. That's what I gather from him. That's what I've seen from him as a player. I think that would drive me nuts. Right. You want to have some consistency each week. And so for him, it's going to be very much that. Has he done great at certain sides? Yeah. I mean, Mexico was his greatest performances. It was. That, that, it got, was. Him a that got him a job in La Liga, remember? Like right after that, he went to yeah. La Liga. Well, yeah, he he's he's moved around. You know, after Red Bulls, you know, he picked it back up with Once Caldas, Puebla, Atletico Nacional, Sao Paulo, went to Mexico, did really great there, went to Paraguay and did one game. And then he was done with Paraguay. Weird. Uh, and then Atletico Nacional, he ended up getting, yeah, again, only 44% win rate. But I think he got some cups out of that. And then he's at America de Cali now. Record right now is 9, 8, and 13. It's not a winning record. I'm trying to find winning records. Uh, I think the only one maybe was Nacional, right? I mean, and then Mexico. So 
ups and downs, moving in. I don't, I don't know. To me, it's just not consistent enough for what we're looking for. You know, definitely if Mohamed something that's going to happen, I'm pretty much thinking that's the winner, obviously. But then there's the alternatives. Now, here's the other one. We've all been crying about it. I know you all have because I have to go internal, right? That was the other talk. As much as we all talk, it's going to go internal. It's going to be Mike Sorber. It's going to be Ante Razov. Steve Cherndolo came in to get conditioned into the role. He was only brought in because he could be a guy that could take over for Bob, right? We've heard these. We've talked about this on the show. So then there's those three. Uh, I'll be honest. I think the fan base wouldn't put up with it. Nothing against the guys in, in there. Uh, I like all of them. They're all good people. They really are great people. But it's a lukewarm move. And it's a fan base requiring something hot. Right? They want bold. They don't want basic. Those moves are very basic. And one of them has to be questionable. As much as Cherndolo's done in Germany, it was not as a head coach, but he did great with youth players. He did. He did great as an assistant coach. He did. In Germany, he was awesome. Stellar career. We saw he did it as head coach in Vegas. I know he didn't have the people that would but still, the approach was was wild. Watch the games. So you kind of wonder, did he earn it? Did he earn his way up to the top side from what, what his performances were there? We look at Mike Sorber. He's an assistant. This would be pretty much his start, right, for MLS head coaching. Are you going to do a rookie move? Are you going to put this team that needs to rebound and retool? I won't say rebuild because rebuild means you're, you're – throwing it away right retool are we gonna do it on somebody that hasn't been proven yet same with the razoff is that something that we're gonna do so now i've i've blown all that out bam your take on going internal i see we like to take risks we take a lot of risk on a lot of young players let's take a risk Right. Worst that, worst that can happen, get fired midway through the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. True. Best best thing happen, and, win the cup. R- right. I mean, there's teams that have done it with a midseason change. It's happened, especially in MLS. I mean, you can have this happen. It's a long season. You got time to turn it around. You just have to be halfway decent to make the playoffs. So... That could be something. Tony? In the MLS, it works. Like, you, it's not like these big names that get brought in and they turn a franchise around. The only ones that do that is Bob and also uh, Bruce Arena, what we did with New England. So it's going to be a newcomer, usually, that comes into the MLS, shows what he's got, and turns the side around. So... It's a good move. If we're going to do it internally, might as well. And if we have to get rid of them and then do it, we can still, we have the options to do it. Because again, we, who doesn't want to coach the side with the players that we have? And players that are coming. Because guys, they're not going to go lukewarm with the signings this year. It won't be. The coach might be safe. They might go safe. But all the rumblings I'm hearing, all the stuff that they're shooting for, if things move with Rossi, 
the one word I keep hearing is bold. These owners that we have at this club are not going to go easy. They're not going to accept another bad season. They're not. It's on JT's head now. And he knows it. Right? Bob's gone. Right? That 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 source of anger for some of us is gone. It's JT now. And he knows that. He knows that. He knows the pressure of the role. That's why he took it. So they got to do something special. And they're going to spend money. I guarantee it. We're going to get something good here. We just got to get Rosie sold. That's the big sticking point, of course. Um, the other the other names, I think people are talking about Arena. He's not going anywhere, guys. There's no way. Uh, <laughs> Mike Becky, I don't think so. Uh, there's been a few other MLS names that rolled up. Others were guys under contract. They're not leaving their clubs if they're under contract. It's not happening. So it's interesting. The other fun one that I saw that, that I thought, well, that would be weird. Uh, Hugo Perez stating that he wanted to coach an MLS. He's currently coaching El Salvador, trying to get them into a World Cup. It ain't going so hot. So, you know, but he did get them for the final round, which is something that's been hard for El Salvador to do for years is to get to this final round. So there's something to be said for that. Um, he's local, right? He's got local roots. So he's somebody that would definitely be fighting for the town as well. So it'd be interesting. I just don't think it's now. Maybe down the line. We'll see there. Uh, I mean, I, he's he's a legend for the U.S., so that 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 counts. Just like Sorber, right? Sorber has the same same cred. So does Razov. So we'll 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 see there. Um, I'm gonna throw this out to the comments right now to everybody because I know you guys are chomping at the bit because we're talking coaches. So I'm gonna jump on there, get some comments, and get into it. Uh, Carlos C. Oh no, I'm gonna go way back, way back, way back. Here we go uh al hopkins is in the house we love la is here oscar the coyote is here lafc wolf in the house we got it's jibble uh good stuff guys so here we go uh roberto espinoza showing some love al hopkins how can we say it's good until we know who's replacing him plus still no number one goalie i'll just say this i'll throw it out there al you're not going to sign anybody worth anything when there's an expansion draft happening in a few days. Roster is going to be boring until that happens because there's no way you're going to sign somebody, which means another guy that you already have protected is no longer protected. You're going to wait that one out. Everybody's going to wait that one out. You're not going to see any bold moves, bold signings until after that expansion draft. It's going to be a little quiet. I just, yeah. You got to be careful with those. Uh, Mark Lopez. <laughs> there we go. That's funny. Uh, Mark Lopez. Al has an issue with people having a good evening. <laughs> we'll have a good evening. We're back on and it's working. Not all of my equipment's working, but we're back. Uh, Carlos, see, I don't think Turco would be a good fit personally. Yeah, Turco's high profile, right? Uh High personality too, and he doesn't like how the team's spending money. He's gonna tell everybody, so that's something, right? I get that. Um, I don't know. Seeing what he did in Tijuana was was pretty impressive for me back in the day watching all those games. Um, I was really into watching TJ when he was there. So I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Carlos, see no Osorio, please. Bright, no. That's a unanimous. Listen, LAFC, it's a no from everyone. I don't think I've talked to a single person who said, well, you know, zero. It's zero. I've got nothing from anybody. Please don't go that way. Uh, Al Hopkins laughing. Yes. 
Uh, Al Hopkins, departure of Bob. How can we know it's a good thing? I think I think he kind of told us it was a good thing about how quickly he signed off with another side. Uh, that mm. that seemed to, like a... to me, it's a mm-hmm. it's a good thing for him. He's happy. He's being with family, and it's time for him. Whether it's a good thing for us, time will tell. But just wish him all the best. Yeah, it doesn't feel good in the short turnaround for a season. No, this is this is scary for all of us, right? The unknown. The unknown is always scary. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but we saw how this season ended. Uh, it didn't go so great, you know. It, it, there was a lot of stuff going down. So, uh, Carlos, see, I could write an essay on why it shouldn't be Osorio. I, me too, man. Kills me. Kills me. Uh, <laughs> how comes? So Razov or Cherndolo or Mike Sorber. Or Mike Sorber. I'm not writing Sorber off. I like Mike Sorber. I really do. He's a smart guy. Uh, so, yeah. So that's there. Uh, Al Hopkins. Mexico is so lucky in that Germany game. Trust me. I felt the pain. <laughs> he had a good game plan for Germany. The other four games he seemed to forget about. Yeah. Al Hopkins, what if he really wants the job? Oh, he really wants the job. He wouldn't be interviewing if he didn't want the job. I'm sure he wants to get a shot back in MLS. It's no doubt he wants the job back in MLS. Why, you know, he's comfortable here. He got his license here. He spent, I think he spent a ton of time here, more time here than there. And now it's different, but really he, he earned his chops here before moving on. Uh, Carlos C. He loves to play players out of position to fit his schemes. Yes, I think that's why they call him the recreationist in Colombia. I guess that's his name, his nickname as a coach is. We'll just plot it here. We'll check. How's that going to work? We'll see. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Carlos C. He's a horrible tournament coach. I'd rather have Turco Cherndolo over Osorio. I completely agree. <laughs> Hopkins, I want smart, don't we all? Uh, Carlos, do you guys know if there's any truth to the rumor that the team may be talking to Nacho Ambriz? I have heard this name come up. I'm not sourcing anything. I was, from what I got, was more of fan-driven. Okay, but that name is not, I won't say his name's off the table, that's for sure. All options, okay, so here's the deal, guys. All options are open. The club wants to go bold. Throw out names. You guys got ideas. Throw them out there. Trust me on this. Um, they're open. So I'm I'm guaranteeing. I, I, I would not be surprised. I'd take Nacho and Breeze. Tony, you take Nacho and Breeze, right? It bounds like, okay. 100%, yeah. 100% I take them. If, if we can get them, hell yeah. Like. So it's interesting when we talk about El Turco, right? The one guy that seemed to be kryptonite for him. That trouble for him was when he lined up against Nacho and Breeze. They traded a lot of blows as coaches. They they wounded each other. So that's that's a good like, yeah, that's level right there. I think Nacho and Breeze is lower profile, but higher tactics. Nacho's brilliant. So I, if he's a guy, we'd be in good hands. I, I totally, totally. Uh, Al Hopkins, Razov would be bold. Yes. Right? Go after Piojo. It's good. It's good. He'll be fiery. I dig it. Uh, Osorio is what Atlanta did after Tata. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oscar the Coyote, uh, Nacho and Breeze is going to Toluca. Well, there you go. If it's done, it's done. I don't know if it is. Uh, Sphinx Viz, it does look like that one Dodger owner has a big voice. You can't tell me the guy is happy. No, the owners are not happy. They they are here for a reason. They don't they don't need this financially, guys. They are here to make a statement. They're to, here to do something, to leave a mark. That's why they're doing this. You don't get rich off of MLS, right? They've already got their money. It's not they got other businesses that make way more. So no, this is this is a mission. Uh, Gomez Jr. and Breeze signed with Toluca and Osorio, according to Twitter, wanted some player for the, his squad in Colombia. LAFC player reportedly kind of tells me he's keeping his current job. Right, the rumor mill. Let's hope he does. Let's hope he does. I dig it. Good stuff. Pablo Morales. At this point, there's only two coaches that would get me excited. <laughs> and here it goes. Uh, Gallardo and some ex Barca, ex MLS player. Interesting. He goes, but that won't happen. Jeez, I would take Almeida over, over any. You see how I paused when he said Almeida, and I'll I'll talk about that too. Over any of the assistant coaches, I would not take Almeida. Uh, why? Because. He's so dead set on his system, it doesn't match the players that he has on his roster. We have limited rosters in MLS. I don't ever want to see our team lose 7-1 to one to anybody. And he's perfectly fine with that to make a point. He did that in San Jose, let him get it completely embarrassed. And I'm sorry, but I love the badge too much for a coach to do that. There's no lesson learned in that except embarrassment. So I, I don't want anything to do with him. That's my That's my take. I don't like the system he goes for. This is not my vibe. That's my take, though. Everybody's got their own opinions on him. He's done. He did great in Liamakis, no doubt about that. He did amazing there. But it just seeing his work in San Jose is just not my jam. That's for sure. Tony, do you have an impression on, on Almeida? He's he's literally a tinker, and it just if we were gonna, it would we would have the same season we would have last season, except with everyone healthy, and so we we would. And with everyone healthy and we have the same exact season, I, I wouldn't do it. Like he had a shot in San Jose and it's just couldn't do anything with it. So what is he going to do with, with people with money? You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't, it's not my vibe. He's just not my style. There it is. No hate towards the guy. Just not my thing. Uh, Carlos C too bad being all in for a breeze. I think we all would be in for a breeze. That works too. Uh, Al Hopkins Iniesta. <laughs> You're not getting him. Uh, it's that's high profile. Uh, Carlos C. You're with me and Noel Meta. There we go. So you guys are killing it on the comments. That's the coach's comments I have seen so far. Good stuff. There was one. I'm not going to say the name. Yeah, Bam. I'll throw a coach out. He's in the okay, J League. He's currently second in the J League. He has played for Rangers. He's played for Millwall. He's played for Wolves, Crystal Palace. He's Kevin Musket. He's oh, man. coached in the A-League, where we've got salaries caps as well. 
Yeah, no, he would be very pragmatic. And hard-nosed, right? He, he, he likes a hard midfield. That, that, that works for me. Yeah, that's what we've always been missing. So, yeah, but do you think we could pry him away? I think it would be hard. Uh, we might be able to. Like, he's done 17 matches in the J-League. One ten, drew two, lost five. Ah. Okay. Yeah, it's too he early, did a, right? He did 199 games for Melbourne Victory as coach. 94 wins, 45 draws, 60 losses. Right in there. Trophies? Uh, he's won a couple of trophies. He has. But I look at it going, he's an experienced coach with salary caps. He's an experienced coach with having X amount of players. That's it. Who knows, right? Some other names. I'll throw them out there. I know they're not coming this way. It would be pretty funny. Gennaro Gattuso. Uh, he's out of contract right now. Could you imagine? Just the fun of that. Um, I heard another rumor about a high-profile player. I won't say the name out of respect, but there's a high-profile player that I know was bandied about um, That that is now coaching but looking for work. So throw it out there for you guys to figure it out. Um, Thomas Dooley was coaching in Korea. Now he's out of a job. You guys remember who that is from the U.S. national team days, uh, Bundesliga days, right? He's been around. So, yeah, he was coaching in Korea. He's now out of work. So that's something. We'll see. Uh, it's going to be tough. As we get more rumors, we'll throw them out your way. That's for sure and have fun running with it. But we got other stuff to talk about today outside of the coaches. So I'm going to jump on to that. Uh, first things first, we've got the roster situation. And I'm not going to run around it. I'm going to go right at it. Carlos Vela is apparently staying on for a short period, but he's staying on. So on that note, it sounds like it's a short-term deal. So basically summer transfer window opens up and we got the option to keep optioning him to sign a new contract, to do something. Could be, of course, earlier. It does very much sound like a, a kicking the tires kind of vibe, right? Like, okay, you're coming back from the injury. You know you want to stay. Vela wants to stay, guys. He's, he wants to have his roots here. He does not want to leave. That's very, very apparent. But it's a lot of money to keep him on. And you're going to do it on a maybe. So I, I, find it, I find it honestly surprising he was willing to do a short-term deal like this. Right? But I think it's good faith because he does really want to come back and hang with the team and, 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 and get his cup here. Like, he's on a mission. There's there's no doubt. So, kick the tires, good faith. Do I think he'll play under this contract? Yeah, but I think it'd be, like, within a month or two of the season that they're already talking about a new one to get him all the way through. If it's working, it's working. They'll do it as quickly as possible. This also buys us time. I think Vince was talking about this on the 110. It buys us time to figure out what we want to do by putting him on. It also allows us to protect him in the expansion draft. So rather than protecting a potential contract because he's with us but not with us, now you actually have a, a player that's signed and protected for the draft. So it makes a little bit of sense to buy us time. 
it does. Do I think he'd play under this contract? Yeah, I do. Right, I do. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, Bam, what is your take on a short, a short push like this? I'm for it. Also, it gives us slight leverage for sales. Just because we sign him doesn't mean we won't sell him in December, December, January. Right. What if a superstar comes into our into our universe, way bigger than Vela, and you know that's going to open up at the transfer window? That spot opens, and you're like Vela or this guy. New kits, new everything, new money. Right, it's money. Vela, do you want to stay with us? It won't be for a DP. Do you want to stay? We have this guy. We'll get a championship. Would you take a cut? Right? We'll use other instruments to get you what you want, but it won't be as much. It's got to be underneath the cap. Would you play ball with us? Could that be what it's at? So, I mean, technically you get him on a discount for the rest of the season. You also have three other DPs out there with him. Juggernaut, take it. Could be a dream. Who knows? But it definitely gives you that option to play that kind of a game when we get to summertime. Right? Tony, do you think that might be where their heads are at on this? Yeah. Uh, it's the right move because last season we had him for pretty much half the season. So why not just in case? Because, again, he's getting up in age. He's not that young spread anymore. So if he gets injured, he's out for the season. And we don't waste a whole year of wondering if he'll ever be coming back as old Vela or new Vela or whatever Vela we get. It's just perform to your contract. And if you perform, then we may keep you or don't perform and we can play with a new shiny new toy when it comes down to it. Shiny new toy. Also add the fact that Brian Rodriguez could be gone in the summer too. The deal happens. He's going right. Especially if he wants to make the world cup side that plays in the winter. Yes, the World Cup in the winter plays in this too. Uh, so Brian could be gone. Bigger team. Who knows? Atuesta could be on. It's nice of him to sign with us. But a move still could be happening there. He could be gone before the season starts. And we get something out of it because good guy Atuesta, he's loyal to us. He is. Uh, but you got to make your money. Could he be the summer? Again, a lot of movement. But if, if you know Vela's at least locked in for half the year, that's okay. And it gives you options if you don't make other deals, if things don't work out. For the first time in a long time, we actually have leverage in this. We have movement. We have options with this move. Nothing's locked down for anybody, really, because, you know, sales are going to happen with the younger players. I'm good with it. I'm fine with it. Flexibility is a good thing. We're retooling a roster. It's all good with me. Uh Tony, guys, any other takes we want on this before I throw it back to the comments? I'm sure they want to comment about about the Vela situation. It's um, nothing really. It's like we have a well, I'll say we have a DP DP spot open because I don't, I don't see Rossi coming back. Bam can attest to that, and we see who comes in, and then I. Again, Atuesta is will die bleach for these colors, a hundred percent. But I I believe you will sell him by the end of the summer. Yeah, I think it's more of a summer deal with all these guys. 
I really I don't think it's winter. I think it's summer. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We've got a moron on there, as you guys all see. Um, yeah. Did we block those idiot? There we go. There we go. He's out. <laughs> Bye. Um, <laughs> back to the back to the thing. Uh, Al Hopkins, why not pay him ten million this year? Tama for the next two. I don't know why not pay him for for a few months and then Tama for the rest of the year. So there's that. Uh, yeah, Hopkins, I did. I blocked him. I don't know if you guys can still see it. He can't do any more. Uh, he's on a five-minute timeout at least, and we'll just keep blocking him every time we see him. Uh, yeah, comments, idiots in this world. There you go. Uh, moving on. We did that. Carlos C says, I'm glad Vela is back. I hope he can stay healthy this season. So do I, man. I want to see vintage Vela. Even if it's not vintage Vela, I want to see Vela in a new form, uh, taking on a leadership role as we have so much transition without Without a doubt. <laughs> Al Hopkins. Wait, wait, we can... I don't know. I mean, if your contract is over, it's over, right? In theory, yeah. It's done. It's done. So, you can negotiate down a contract and remove him from DP status. Teams have done it before. To open things up. The spot's a spot. If he's not taking it up anymore, his contract's not in violation of anything, then why not? We might as well push that note, right? Create a conversation on that one. Uh, there you go. All right, so there's that. We'll keep going on here and talk about other player movements as we keep moving. Uh, other updates, Musovski, Danny is back. That's good news. Atuesta, again, he made that deal which is beautiful for all of us. We'll see how long he stays. Uh, Bryce Duke is back. I like this move. Sebastian Ibiaga's back. I'm happy with that move. Bam, are you happy with that move? I am. I am. We've got a lot of young people back, and having that older head is good. Right. Now, could that be at the expense of Harvey, since Harvey's now out of contract? I think it is, but at the same time, no. He was getting picked over Harvey. I've loved Harvey since the start, but I think this is the end of Harvey. Right. I, I it, it sounds like that. Maybe it's one of these cases where he's now moving into the club. Another job. You got to wait for that to get announced, but maybe this is that transition time for him. If not, I'm sure he'd resign for a dollar fifty after the draft. But you know, I, I would. I'm okay with him moving on and doing something new and opening up a roster spot, bringing in some young kid and going from there for sure. For sure. Um, moving on. Let's see. Tony, you're okay with the Harvey move. Oh, I'm just, him, just letting him go. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Age is what it is. I love the guy. Yeah. Go for it. Oh no. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say, yeah, age it's, I love Harvey. He's a uh, milestone and, it's kind of bittersweet that we have to let him go and go this way. Um, I know he, he wants to still play, but I hope he just retires and goes more into a coaching role. Yeah, I think it's it's the right move at this time. I, can, I couldn't help but feeling when we were in 
Colorado. Um, the way he approached it, you could kind of tell it was done. I mean, him switching jerseys and yeah, it just you felt like it was it was a farewell. It really did have that vibe. So if it is, uh, all love of Harvey and his family. You guys have been amazing from the very beginning, ambassadors through and through. And I really hope if the playing days are done that you're going to be doing something else within the club because I don't I don't want to see you leave. That's for sure. I definitely want to see you be a part of the ethos that is LAFC. So let, let's hope there's something else playing out that we don't know about yet. Uh, other news, clubs decline the options on Jamal Blackman, Danny Crisostomo, and Elvado Quesada. Uh, in these cases, I mean, Quesada, yeah, not much going on there. <laughs> Crisostomo, I wouldn't be surprised if he resigns for Vegas. Goes back there, and then we we load him when we feel like it. That could happen. Uh, Jamal Blackman, though, that's where I'm going to throw it to you guys because you know my take on this. Thank goodness, uh, Tony. Your opinions on Blackman? Yeah, he, he was there. I know people were upset that we picked him up, and he's gone after not paying up his contract. But it was making a move for whatever we had available, and. Ho- hopefully it worked and it had one game that it worked and then was slender man and a stick a scarecrow half the other time just standing there trying to scare people but um i wish him the best of luck hopefully he can find a hopefully he can find a club that he fits in with and actually performs to the ability that he should but uh wish him the best thank you for your services but he's got to move on yeah, you know, he he had a chance to make his impression. <sighs> Not a good impression, that's for sure. Yeah. So good luck to him on his next impression. endeavor. Yeah, go for it, Bam. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Look, if we don't sign another keeper, I'd sign him back as a backup, but not as a starter. I don't want him for anything, to, to be real. Uh, what we require, what, I mean, the team has always been move out of the back, right? He's not the kind of goalkeeper that's going to do that. He's not going to fit, I think, what Thorington wants. That's weird. He signs him, but he doesn't. The vibe ain't right, right? Uh, mobility wasn't there. There's was a lot missing. Up high was good until that last game. Oh, my Lord. Wasn't good. Uh, just inconsistencies is something we don't need now. We need a veteran presence. I'm okay with sweeping the back line out and starting over with the goalkeeper situation, doing something new. So for me, Good. I'm happy. Uh, Free agents. Again, we talked about Harvey. He could come back. We'll see. The other one that's interesting, of course, is Raheem Edwards. I know this gets a lot of passionate opinions all over the place from the faithful. Bam. Impressions on Raheem. I want to pick him back up. I want him back. Yes, at the start. He wasn't that great. But the last couple of games, he played amazing. He played for the club. He played for the badge. I want him back. Dig it. Tony. Uh, Same. Um, He was that aggressor that we needed to make sure people wouldn't mess with us. And I would love to have him back again. we'll, We'll see what moving forward is and what our coaches 
situation is and he wants him, but I would just like to be there as a presence. I'm I'm in the same boat. I mean, his work rate is something that we were missing in every position he played since he was the Swiss Army knife. Um, We need a guy like that. He's a utility man. You need utility players to do the job. Do you want him to be starting every week that he seemed to be doing? No, no. You want you want to still build something better and then have him as the sub, have him as the energy to come in, cover at times when the schedule gets really tight. He's great in that. I think he still has a role here, without a doubt. Do I think he will come back? Only time will tell. I don't think, again, we'll hear anything until after draft, possibly. Also, he's a free agent, so he can talk to anybody, entertain any offers he wants. And so he gets to take his time on this one. Camp doesn't start for a little while, so he can he can take his time to figure it out. Is he going to go back with Bob? He's been up there already. He's been at that side. Bob trusts him. Could that be happening? I wouldn't put it past him. I would not put it past him. So we'll see there. He did the work. He earned, he earned his way back, I'll be honest, but... Obviously, if he's a free agent, the numbers are going to be different financially, and that's okay. We'll see where that goes. With any of the guys being out of contract, when we say free agent, that means they go where they want. If it says out of contract, that means we still have a little bit of a a grab on that player. So if someone else wants him, that's going to cost them something with us. I know they can't play for us, right? Not on a contract, but we they're still ensnared as as an LAFC property in a way. Sounds odd. I know it's weird the way the league works. Could they go overseas without any connection to us? Yes. But within MLS, we still have to get some compensation if they're just out of contract. I know it's weird. I know it's weird. Uh, so that that's interesting. Uh, the other guy we lost, of course, was Pablo. Uh, again, out of contract. Could he come back? I don't know. Do I think Pablo wants to come back? I'd be shocked. Really, he didn't get any playtime, really didn't get much of a shot. He probably wants, you know, greener pastures as well, and that's okay. Like I said, it's great to move on, start over on the back line, bring some veterans, quit playing games with kids, quit playing games with with old washed-up keepers. We had that problem too. It's time to get a leader that's in his prime. It's cool. Uh, The other one, uh, Ingolina, his loan expired. I think in his case, yes, we have to wait for the loan to expire to get a new loan, right? Something's got to get negotiated there. Why make a move when the draft is coming up? You can wait on him. You can negotiate that. I think we've dealt with loans before with players, and it takes a while, then you finally get them. And and so, yeah. We'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens there. Uh, do know that Apoku's back. So that, of course, takes another spot out of the front line. He's back. I'm excited about him coming back. So there's a shot there where there's one less roster spot available. So what does that leave us with? Well, our goalkeeper right now, the only one we have is is uh, Tomas Romero. Again, got a lot of starts last year. Do I think he's going to be our starter when the season kicks off? Nope. Uh, but he'll be there. Could he be going to Vegas a lot? possibly to get more seasoning. We'll see. He, all we know is that he's with us. Tristan Blackman is back. Eric Duenas is back. Mamadou Fall is back. Marco Farfan is back. 
Uh, Julian Gaines still with us. Sebastian Abiaga, like I said, we took care of business there. Uh, Kim Moon Juan is back. Tony Leone, maybe he'll get some minutes finally, right? Some youngsters need some playtime. Uh, Jesus Murillo's back. Diego Palacios, let's hope for a bounce back here from him. Uh, Eddie Segura, Mohamed Traore. You also have Edward Atuesta, Latif Blessing, uh, Jose Cifuentes, Bryce Duke, and Francisco Gianella. Forwards, Christian Arango, Cal Jennings, Danny Musaski, Mahalo Opoku, like I said, Brian Rodriguez, Christian Torres, now that man needs some playtime, and Carlos Vela. Did you guys hear about that rumor with Torres? No. There was a rumor that he was heading off to, like, Germany. It was a random one I saw on Twitter, like he was he was getting shopped over there. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna go too much into it because it was only one source. So there was a thing about him moving on, and I'm like, dude, he can't get playtime here. If that happens, that'll be wild. Like somebody sees something we don't. Dang more it, power. Bob. More power too. Yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah, he wasn't getting like, there. It is. Hopkins brought it up. Hertha Berlin. That was one. I'm blank. Uh, yeah, Hertha Berlin was the rumor. If he does, yeah, I'm with you, Tony. Good for him. He wasn't appreciated here enough. Yeah, he got his debut, and then it all shut down. Not cool. When you have, like, a match where, what, 14 guys are missing, how does this kid not get a shot at that time? I don't get it. I don't get it. So if we've lost him, well, we're going to get money out of it. Obviously, he's still in a contract with us, but we'll see. If he is staying, he needs playtime. Someone's got to figure that out. Uh, if it is, if it is Berlin, man, that would be cool for him though. I gotta say that would be, that would be pretty darn amazing. And we'd make some money. That's for sure. So who knows? Who knows? We'll see. At least somebody's appreciating him. That's a good thing. Well, at least we get Uh, like, uh, sorry. Um, at least we get like, um, cred and like credibility now that if you sign with us, even in our academy and we don't use you, you can still go to Europe. So Oh, dude, we, you know our academy is getting just the closest looks from many, many people. It works so well. The system's good. The people behind it are top-notch. That is like the healthiest part of what we got going on right now is that academy. And I've heard from several sources that there's at least five guys that look it right within the next season or two. So that's pretty darn cool. So there's more names coming up. A pipeline is developing, so we should be happy about that. Uh, yeah, uh, looking at those names, you, you know, the one thing you got to know, the draft is coming. The protection rules are going to be pretty tight. I think we're going to cover that in the next episode. But uh, somebody from that roster is going to get lost in the draft most likely because this year we don't get to bounce out. We have to We have to be over. Last time we, we got to avoid it because we lost a player of the year before. Lee Wynn. Right, we lost him in the draft, so we got to skip a year. This year, we're stuck in, so someone could get lost. We'll talk about more who or you know what that's going to look like as it gets closer. Of course, you got to get through MLS Cup first before we get into that not nonsense. So, there's that. Um, dates for off season, guys, think we should jump on that or just let it go for now and we'll get into it later. Later, Later. later, yeah. All right, cool. Um, good with me. Let's see. So for the faithful, uh, 
roster stuff. Let's see. Who did everybody drop in there? Uh, let's see. Some opinions from the crew talking about just the current roster. <laughs> Death behind Segura and Murillo. Yeah. And that's what the Ibiaga signing represents. That's for sure. Hopkins says, I want us to a back, a four back line. I think the guys that are mentioned already as potential coaches pretty much like that too. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens there. Pablo says, talking about players is difficult without knowing who is the coach. The coach and the first player we signed for him will be the statement of what this club is really about. I mean, they could sign guys without a coach, right? I mean, that 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 happens all the time, right? Bob had his fingers in it. A lot of, a lot of cases, coaches don't. Managers don't. They get the hand that they're dealt. They do the best with what they got. Um, so we'll see, but it, yeah, it better be big. I agree with you on that. Pablo, the only thing for sure is we need a good keeper. Dude, how many games is here? We would have been, I'll be real. We would have been in the playoffs if we had a decent goalkeeper. We would have been in the playoffs. No question. These four games that it was goalkeeper, just shenanigans. We would have been in the playoffs without a doubt. Bam, you agree, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want an old veteran or do you want a young a young gun? For what the club is, young gun. Young gun. Okay, so the two names that we did here was Boruch, right, from from Poland, who's at Lechia Warsaw, and he's been hurt, though, so that scares the heck out of me. Before, though, he's been amazing. The guy is top-notch, right? Um, and then he had the the keeper from Peñarol come up, who looks good. If it's legit, he's good. The only issue with him is he's short. You're like, oh, what? Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's <laughs> he's listed 5'11". He's more like 5'9". Um, so he's not he's not big for a keeper, but he's good. He definitely is mobile. He'd fit if we're playing the ball low all the time and, and really want distribution, he'd be fine for us. He's a winner, so there's that, but the, the height isn't there. So Tony, do you think either of those guys are really gonna pan that out or that's just rumorville? Probably rumorville. Um the Poland guy, I think, is and they said LA, so again they can go back to uh, Carson because I know they got rid of a lot of people too. Uh, one surprising that was weird, but again it makes sense because he's yeah. been injured a lot. Um, him, uh, the one for Penarol, I thought that was a little bit more because, as everyone knows here, that's our uh, our renter club that we seem to get a lot of players from. That's where we got Rossi. That's where Rodriguez. So why not him? Yeah, and yeah. we were also uh, what's I forgot his name. Uh, the midfielder that we almost picked up that was training with us for a while. Oh, um, why am I going blank? But yeah, he's a player that we're familiar with. That one could be real. Yeah. Um, why am I going blank? I have no idea. But uh, yeah, that one feels real. So I don't know. We'll see. What if we did all of them? That would be hilarious. All three come into town, right? You have a young gun keeper got something to prove moving overseas. You got, you got the old grizzled vet that can come in in times and really steal games. Cause he's a game stealer. Trust me on this. Uh, not in penalty kicks though. Not so hot. Um, but, but the guy's a shot stopper overall. 
Could you get them both, right? One on the way out, one rising up, measured. Romero can do his thing in Vegas, come back and forth. That would be wild. Could be all three. You never know. Rumorville, silly season. Dare to dream. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Al Hopkins, hope Hobble can start with Charlotte or St. Louis. <laughs> I don't think he's getting picked up, even if we leave them open. You only lose one, right? I mean, that's it. So, uh, again, Hop Al also brought up Berlin. Uh, hey, we have a Berlin fan. What? Yeah, but a different Berlin, man. Your union, man. FC Union. So, uh, it wasn't that one. It was Hertha. I know. I know. Mm. You'd have to root against him. Uh, I'm curious. Would you sign question? No. Carson Stank. No, thank you. So I'm of the opinion. I find it sacrilege that you would ever sign a former rival. That's my weird head. Okay. I don't like it. I've never liked it. I don't care what club it's ever been. You do not sign rivals. I know I root for a certain team that loves to sign rivals. It, it, It never sits well with me. They're good. They're good. They'll be tearing stuff up this weekend, Tony. You'll see. They'll be the victim. It's fine. Um, but it's just to me, I just don't want my club going that direction. That's me. Uh, Bam, what's your take on that? Once enemy, always enemy. Right? Right? The, the only exception? Yeah. The only exception is I will take their academy players. I want to take their senior players. Dig it. Okay. You're with me. A kid's a kid. They move back and forth. Trust me, we've had players go back and forth at the youth levels. They're always jumping back and forth. It happens. But they're kids, right? They're kids. But when you sign that contract, that's for life in my book. Yeah. Tony, are you good with signing rivals? <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's funny because it's just like like the same thing that's happened it's like it's 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 a questionable move i've even with my team real madrid we've they've done it twice with uh figo and ronaldo so it's it's such a taboo to do but again it also those two that i just mentioned were very special players so it's kind of like you kind of have to take it and the same thing with um uh, Byron, they always just seem to BVV. I'm surprised Holland hasn't jumped ship yet. But uh, I, with MLS, I wouldn't. There's there's no. Uh, it, it it's just it, again, it's it's such a it's a sour taste. It really it, it really is. It's like unless it's like a really special player. But again, it's that's on the top level, and then uh, you don't even do that. Even in Mexican league, I remember who was it. Uh, Ramirez, I think, or uh, Chivas went to Chivas to America, and I remember that was like sacrilege, and I didn't even want him. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't right. And, and now, question on the other hand, he's he's also Chivas USA. Uh, yeah, I just know. Also, dude, it, I'll just leave it at that. I there's some other <laughs> stories I have. I'll just leave it at that. Trust me about said player. It's okay. Uh, I'll let it go. For the sake of starting a storm, I don't need to start. So there. Uh, Gomez Jr. Rumor they want to let go of Legette. What a bunch of idiots. Uh, would you guys accept him if he wanted in? Or are we crossing out any Carson player who would want to make a change? 
I'm thinking <laughs> with my heart over my head. I say no with my heart over my head. Now, if there was one player that we've played that I've appreciated as an enemy, it's been legit. They're idiots if they get rid of him. Idiots. Why? He steps up every big game. He's been a thorn in our side. Every rivalry match. He's all over the place. He kills us in games. He knows how to step up when it counts. I know I'm complimenting a Carson player. I will because he is that good. He is that good. But I don't want Carson switch. I don't. I don't. So he can go anywhere he wants. Once he leaves them, I'll applaud the guy. When he wears red, white, and blue, I'll applaud the guy. But he's still Carson. Out. Yeah, that's my, That's me. I like Hopkins. Hell no. Love it, man. <laughs> Love it. Hopkins, I don't think he's a good player. He's an energy guy, right? He just does things in certain games. He's a grinder. Oh, question was Chivas USA. Yes, he was. Because a star before going off to Belgium for them. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, answer to my... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark Lopez, I would have taken Zlatan for the pure drama. I would have been kicked out of the stadium for throwing something at him. <laughs> there we go. We're in different worlds. I could see the 3252 banned. Yeah, I, I know. I wouldn't be healthy for me. Uh, Hopkins, he's a hired gun for the last year. Technically not a Carson staple. Uh, the Oh, yeah. Jonathan Dos Santos from Al Hopkins. Nope. He's always hurt anyway. Only one that showed a heart. In a way. Yeah. In a way. He was really good as a drop back mid. Just holding mid made trouble for us. Especially the one game they won in our house. was That guy was our death. So he shut the game down for us. Um, Carlos C. Signing from Ryan would be fine if the player is really good. Question is not good enough. And too old. No to legit. I just... Let's not do that. Let's not go there. Yeah, it's just weird. That's just weird. So there's that. You got our vibes. We're there on that. Uh, all right, moving on. Let's see what else we got. Of course, club and community. Tony, what is going on out there? So uh, there's going to be a lot more coming in with the holiday season. It's always, especially with the 3252 and everybody, like all the, uh, all the, uh, groups always do something for it um of course right now the big one is i actually have that saved i had to pull that up one up is the oh no it left there we go ah with uh our favorite uh favorite people we like to partner with uh aim they're doing they partner up with uh lafc virtual toy drive so it's going on from november 26 so it's already started and it's going to end december uh december 8th so it's on the lac registry there's a link on one their web on aims website and also their instagram so you can just buy something from target it's partnered with target so that's a cool thing so get some toys get them and then also there's a toy drive for the 32 for the sorry for the luckies i want because their instagram handle is 3252 luckies and that just threw me off a little bit but they are doing a toy drive it at uh pacific plate at on december 11th so if you guys want to join any toys for them it's unwrapped so uh 
I would say probably ages from three to ten. Hmm. Good, good stuff. I know there was one at uh, Party Beer earlier, right? That went off really well. So that was cool stuff. Um, a little tournament going on this weekend, right? Is it this weekend? I thought it was. Oh, I guess I'm not part of that yeah, one. I don't remember. It's, yeah, it's like so much stuff going on. Um, but still recovering yeah. from the kick around we did. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, keep your eyes peeled. There's a lot of stuff going on with the holidays. Every group is going to have something set up. There's definitely going to be more toy drives, more chances to help the community. This is when the 3252 always steps up. This is when LAFC consistently steps up. This is us. This is us, right? Club and community. Uh, so, yeah, definitely keep it out there. If we have stuff we can retweet and promote, we're going to do that on all our social media that we do have. Uh, so, yeah, definitely pay attention to that. It's going to happen now. Bam, I know you got to go to work, so we're going to have you do your real your recap of Fenerbahce. Rosie, what's going on with the man? Um, he hasn't been playing much for the starting 11 for Fenerbahce, except for the Europa League games. Um, in Europa League, he's averaging just over 6 um, out of 10. But he did come off the bench in the Galatasaray game recently. Played one minute. And got an assist for the winning goal. So with all that, I can see him definitely staying over there. There it is. So hopefully it all works out. Hopefully he stays healthy. We get the move and we get options next year. If not, he's coming back grumpy. We don't want that. We don't want that. Right. Bam, when are they playing again? The next game will be on the 5th of December at 9 a.m. It's a home game against Resipor. Gosh, so many games coming up. All right. This yeah. weekend's busy, Fenerbahce. right? A lot of stuff. It is busy. Mm -hmm. Fenerbahce are fourth yeah. on the table, and Resipor are last in 20th. Ooh. So he'll probably get minutes in this one playing a lower table team. Hopefully. Hopefully he gets a start. Praying for it. More minutes, the better. That's for sure. Exactly. All right. So on that note, brother, I know you got to get to work. I'm going to let you make your escape. Go do it, man. All love to you, brother. Drive safe, man. Enjoy. We'll do. We'll do. Enjoy, everyone. Last and words I'll before you, you run trips. away. You got to do your last words. Last words. Last words. Stay golden. Hey, good stuff, brother. All right, man. <laughs> Bam, doing what you got to do. All right. <laughs> so on that note, of course, we get into the fun stuff. That would be our vinyl record of the day. Yeah, we didn't give that up. It's still happening. It hasn't gone away. This one, because, you know, a bunch of us were watching uh, the Get Back documentary on Disney+. Plus. It just felt appropriate to, to throw in some Beatles this week. So Let It Be was the album they were working on. I'm not telling you go listen to Let It Be. I'm saying go Let It Be Naked. You're like, what? Yes, a re-release in 2003 called Let It Be Naked. If you can get it on vinyl, you're rich because they're about 700 bucks to get those <laughs> right now. It's kind of hard yeah. to get them. Uh, but trust me, I'd like one. 
but I hear rumors they're going to produce them again. But here it is. Let It Be Naked is one of my favorite albums. I was happy when they did this because why? Well, they removed the spell, the Phil Spector vibe. So Phil Spector basically took that album because things were chaotic for them and they had him finish things up. He threw in a lot of extras, kind of gussied up something that they wanted to be a live album. If you watch the show, you'll know that. Uh, and, and yeah, kind of overproduced it. It sounded great at the time. Over time, though, definitely the Beatles, especially Paul McCartney, were like, yeah, that really wasn't the vibe. And so in 2003, they released Let It Be Naked to kind of give you what they were really going for. What does it mean? Well, they did add Don't Let Me Down back into it. Right. I'll dedicate that one to John Thorrington. Don't Let Me Down. Uh, Maggie May and one other like demo type song was removed. So that is kind of where it is where I'm going to sit. Uh 1970 was original release. 2003 was the naked uh, re-release. I love the Beatles. Tony, you love the Beatles. Who doesn't love the Beatles, right? Uh, to be honest, that's like your interjection to music. Like any music that you listen to now, everyone's inspired by them. So I that's one of their one of their best albums, I'd say. There's a lot of hits that people know from that album. So I would say like I've heard like live versions that my friend gave me of like Rocky Raccoon where they're just literally joking around and like having fun with it, like laughing at it. So when they do live stuff, it's fun. And like I said, um, there's a joke actually with the Disney plus it's like, Oh, Peter Jackson, let's make this remake of a movie that makes it like a trilogy and make it 300 like hours long. <laughs> well, I mean, he had what seven, 700 like hours it's just insane all the all the footage so i would pretty much take a gander that he's gonna have this like bigger cut later because it's such a peter jackson vibe right uh and then we'll get to get more of it because it really if you did watch it it was a treat um i ended up watching it over four days i know that's a lot of hours to watch beatles but i it's, that's where my head was at um and it was worth it i was on break anyway um and it was totally cool so let it be you don't really have to talk about the song list because everyone's like massive they really are all classics it's their last studio album you could say uh the last live performance on the roof was related to this one cuts from that performance made it into this album and the naked one again takes out all that element so it is pure as to what they really wanted to sound like Across the universe, that's probably the one that we got the greatest improvement from the change. You'll just see it's 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 pure John Lennon. It's what it should be. So yeah, there's my final record of the day. Maybe they'll release more vinyls for that. So you don't have to spend seven hundred dollars to try to secure one. But there's that. All right, uh, moving on to it. Uh, Rumorville, Tony, you got any more rumors? You hear anything else? It's been pretty quiet beyond that. Um. Let's actually, before I put the rumor, um, I'll, I'll get back to the Turkey Bowl that we went, that we went to. Uh, as we played, we some of us fell on that field, and you can tell why people get hurt and don't get up. So next time someone falls on that field, you know it hurts. We know that it hurts. But so one of the biggest rumors that has been going around uh, Twitter that I saw was uh, – Rui Diaz wants out of Seattle. So hmm. the question is to chat to you, Joseph, is would 
would you pick him up? I'd pick up him and Roldan since he's out of contract too. Why wouldn't you? Could you imagine Rui Diaz getting service from Carlos Vela? It was not even close. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, from what I understood, the offer they gave him insulted him at Seattle, and that's why he's talking about leaving. Like, it was a low ball, and he was angry about it. Uh, Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Um, Evans, right? Their left, their left back. Mm-hmm. He always swings up high and does exactly what we like. He's out of contract, too, I believe. So they've got a lot of changes. Roldan to me is an interesting one, right? He's an interesting one. He would fit our system if we got him. But, yeah, other guys that I would look at purging, uh, Mueller from from Orlando uh, has his moments up top. He gets exciting, right? Um, he's out of contract. That's interesting. Uh, this one you're going to be like, really him? He's been, had such an off time. Nick DeLeon um, from Toronto, former D.C., if you've seen him in the playoffs when he was on, he was amazingly on. He's a grinder. Uh, he's looking for a rebound. He's getting out of Canada because he was separated from his family for such a long time. Uh, and so he's looking for a rebirth, you could say. I would think in LAFC's vibe, and when we're looking for players that are hungry, that are, aren't afraid of the dark arts, <laughs> he'd be a good one, especially come playoff time. So I don't know. I'm looking at other rosters going, man, there's a lot of interesting names. I know Nani's look was let go. I'm pretty sure he's not coming back MLS. We'll see. Um, I'd even take him because of the free kicks, but again, health is an issue for him. So mm-hmm. I think that's what what didn't what, what did him in, and we've had enough injury issues over the last year to be a little bit <laughs> shy from dealing with that. So not even not even there's that. that. Like mm-hmm. what was what was the defender from DC DC United? Uh Nahar. We we are we picked him up and then he was just injury prone the whole time and we just pretty much babysitted him for DC. Yeah, that was dumb. Straight up. And that's kind of our fault too. The fan base was so like why you know all angry and then he goes over there and he's finally healthy and he kills it. Mm-hmm. Um maybe it was us being impatient. We didn't really understand the situation as well as we thought we did. But, yeah, that one hurt. We rehabbed a guy to do well at another team. We got nothing for it, right, Tony? Nothing. nothing yeah. So that's not fun. Uh, any other rumors within league that you're like, let's go after that guy? Um, The only one I would go after, but it would be such a hard pull, is uh, everybody's favorite uh, defender that we let go, uh, Zimmerman. Congratulations, back-to-back. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Right. I know a lot of people are dwelling on that one this week. I'm hearing it. I just don't want to dwell because it makes me sad. Again, <laughs> Now, it's... when he did leave, I mean, there was some consistency stuff. But honestly, like, we, we let a good one go. We messed up. That's for sure. That's... It was yeah. honestly just uh, payroll. Like, you know what I mean? Being that MLS, you had, we had to – we were already over the books and – he was a unfortunately a casualty, and with that money, we were able to okay, we get we were able to get Nahar, but then of course that also gave us back the money to get Chicho in the long run. But again, it's it's hindsight. We we knew what right. we had, but it's again we didn't know how much he was going to produce. So, well, roster dynamics wise, it was the highest transfer for a domestic player within the league. Right, money wise, 
Uh, they were willing to pay him a wage. We were never going to pay him. Mm-hmm. Straight up. I've heard this from several people. He, he got a really high wage that you weren't expecting, right? For an American player. Because American players are notoriously underpaid in MLS. This is a hard truth. It's not like England where the English players tend to be overpaid. They're in the top yeah. flight because restrictions. We're, we're like opposite. Like we just don't, we don't really respect the domestic player the way we should. Uh, Liga Mackey's kind of overpays a little bit for domestic players right now. Uh, but we're under. It's weird. It's, again, it's MLS. We're always weird. So he got more from that. It made sense for him. It made sense for us at the time. In the long term, though, man, it's painful. It's real painful. So not going to dwell, though. We got to move on, right? He's not coming back here. It's not going to happen. Why would Nashville ever do something crazy like that? Deal's done. We move on. We know the changes we have to make. Uh, any other rumors you're hearing, or is that pretty much where we're at right now until things go for like the draft and all that? I think that's all. It's the the only speculation that we could talk about is who do we save, who do we keep, who does Charlotte pick up, and how, how this new dynamic is going to go moving forward because we get we get Nashville in our conference, correct? If I remember right. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, they move over to ours. So we're going to possibly see. Well, we will see Walker. So, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but we'll see how that pans out. And moving forward to the season, it's going to be a, like I said, it's going to be a very interesting one because we're going to start it earlier. And then we're finally on pace so we won't miss anybody from the World Cup. So that's the good part. <laughs> the way it's built. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even qual- qualifiers are going to be done real quick here, too. So, yeah. Yeah, that's early on. Uh, a couple things for compliance and all that, so you guys know how the calendar is going to break down, just slightly. Uh, December 11th, of course, is the final. Amazingly enough, there's going to be a four-hour trade window starting at 9 a.m. Eastern on December 11th. Isn't that cool? Uh, or trades can happen. Uh, also, the draft will be quickly on the 14th. Again, it gives us some time to cover a little better for you guys. Deadline for clubs to exercise options on players will be December 12th. So those guys that we said are out of con not free agents, out of contract. You can exercise options if you have them. Um, opening a free agency is then on December 15th. So that's the day after the draft. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Uh, which means they can still go offer uh, bona fide offers. That's already happened, right? The 23rd. Now we're just, again, overall bona fide offer deadline, November 30th. We're done with that. Yeah. So that's where we're at for that. Um, yeah. Options are the only thing you're getting guys back on, and then we'll see what happens with the draft. So there is that. Now, some comments have been flying, so we're going to give it to you guys here before we call this a show. Final comments from everybody, then we give our final comments. Of course, you know the format. You know how we do these things. Uh, moving on, we have... Oh, Carlos says that Chivas signed Cordova. That's the name. Al Hopkins, get back on Disney is amazing. It is. It is. I love every bit of that. I'm probably going to watch more even watch the whole thing. But <laughs> you'll notice different things. Uh, where would Rudias fit, though? Make Brian a sub, push Rongo to the wing sell 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 for brian <laughs> that's what happens and yes push arango to wing he can play it it's fine we'll find a way maybe you go two strikers 
drop Vela back in deep. We'll see. New coach will decide that one. Uh, no way of selling him to West Coast team. No, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they have his rights, right? They can protect those. But there's that. Uh, Hopkins, we don't need Zim. No, that's it's again. It's past, right? Can't go back. Uh, show some respect to Segura. Segura's not healthy. Well, we don't know, right? He's amazing, but who's next to him? The kid? Or do you need more support? Do you one of those guys get shifted out farther? We'll see. No, no, I love I'm, Segura. All yeah. respect to Segura. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah. Um, it's not it's no disrespect to him or anything like that. It was just is it was if like I said, being around Twitter and following the and stuff, it's just people talk about it and it's one of those things like of course if we had Segura and Zimmerman together, we would be dynamic and maybe the season changes. But I I love Segura. Like I said, I missed him. We missed him and everything. And he still he's does a lot for the community if you are around it around it like he does a lot and he will show up for everything oh agreed agreed i like this from from pablo fall is going to be better than zim yes fall is going to be better than zim here's the thing he's going to be so much better i'm not sure how long we can keep him that's how much better he's going to be than zim he is the upside on this kid is so high uh that it's not nashville that's going to come knocking it's going to be somebody with a bigger wallet it won't be within league, that's for sure. Uh, no, that's the upside for fall is massive. So we are lucky to have him. Who knows? Could it be the Seguro fall moment next year? We'll see. Uh, Gomez Jr., we sold Zim for one mil. What do you think his value is now? A lot more than that. <laughs> that's for sure. They're going to make money too. Uh, Al, well, the league's going to make money. Let's be real. Uh, Al Hopkins, his value is early around extra and PK missing the playoffs. That's what he got. One extra game, right? Mm. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Carlos C. Osorio would play Rui Diaz in the midfield. No, he'd be the center back. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Jokes. We got jokes. Uh, Al Hopkins, Segura played every minute since arriving before his injury. No one showed him respect then. They should have. Uh, he was steady. I think we were calling him steady, Eddie. Right, mm-hmm. that was pretty common occurrence over here. Uh, you know, uh, Segura is legit again, horrible injury that he suffered. We'll see when he's fully ready and fit for that. Um, it's tough, it's yeah. a tough knee injury, you know, like we don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it if he is healthy to have him, you know, mentoring fall. Right, it'll be good, it'll be good. Again, we we'll don't see what happens with the rest of the lineup. It yeah. seems like for defenders, I think for just the the faithful, it's just we don't we don't see what we have until it's gone. Again, Zerman's one choice, and same thing with Segura. It's one of those things is yeah. we don't appreciate our defenders as much as we should, and we appreciate other defenders when they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's a give and take. So again, we called him Steady Eddie for a reason because he kept that def- that line steady. So. Yeah, and he's and Al saying more of the league. Yeah, the league didn't. It's yeah. If Segura was healthy, Mario's not going to the All Star game, right? I don't yeah. think so. I, like no, no, it'll be Segura for sure. Uh, Mario's the guy that I'm. I'm looking more at like what are we gonna do because he hasn't shown it, right? He's had the trouble. Palacios has had the trouble, 
our outside backs have been woof trouble. That's where where my head's at. Uh, Tony knows what I'm talking about. No, it hurts to lose a promising player to a rival. I'm happy about it. <laughs> He's messing with you now, isn't he? <laughs> yep, pretty much. It is what it is. Love it. All right, guys. Thank you for the comments. This is cool. Uh, I think we're at that moment. I know. I feel so out of sorts lately with this because we're just getting back into the mix. But we're here. We're doing it. Um Tradition dictates that we give our final comments of the day. So, Tony, you get to start. Um, it's great to finally get back on this and talk to everybody again and just listen to your takes and stuff like that. It's It's been a good break. Again, it's when when we get in full season, it's it's sometimes it's like a hard just to keep going, especially last season because it was a very tough season for us of are we going to make it? Are we not going to make it? Are we out? Are we in? It was like a roller coaster ride. So it's great to be back with everybody, especially you, Joseph, and Bam as well. And uh, just seeing, like I said, seeing everyone at the Turkey Bowl at that Turkey Bowl was fun and everything. And just getting that camaraderie back, especially since we're not going to see each other till February. But we'll see each other as well because all of us hang out. But moving forward keep positive i want to see the hot takes all the time and when we come back and give me everything that you got and just have fun with it while we can until season starts and then we can get into the trenches and grind out a uh hopefully a a uh finals appearance love it man optimism it's a good thing it is a good thing no doubt tony uh it has been an absolute pleasure uh having you come on doing what you do, helping on the media. Do Again, buy-in, total buy-in from Tony here. He's been a huge help. Uh, this is a partnership. There is no doubt about that. Same with Bam. I think the three are the three, right? And then our, our rest of our fam, right? They're going to be coming and going and supporting when they can with their busy schedules. Uh, but we are blessed. To everyone who's ever come on this show, we are blessed. Rasta, I saw you, man. I saw you playing in the game, no doubt. Uh, again, just the love. Reactions are what they are. Uh, I'm okay with the hot takes. I'm okay. Oh, I'm okay with the tough stuff. Why? Because you're talking about LAFC. And if we're relevant, we're relevant because there's a conversation. The conversation tells me that there's hope, that there's expectation. So it's okay to be angry. I dig it. Passion is a good thing. That's fine by me. Uh, if it went quiet, I'd be more worried. Then I'd be scared. Then I'd feel a bit Carson, you could say. Um, like, this, why isn't there more reaction? But it's there. Rumors are good. Rumors are healthy. Even if they're crazy and nuts and drive us all crazy like the Osorio rumor. You know what? At least it got y'all to wake up. So that works well. Right? Um on in terms of the show yeah we're going to be coming on when it's required I'm pretty sure next week we're going to have to because dude there's some crazy stuff going down with rosters and stuff uh definitely we'll enjoy a little winter break we'll go crazy in january when it all builds back up again because you know there's a new kit coming and can't help but talk talk about that and see some things uh and then february we're back in the mix fully uh, we've got some tricks up our sleeves here at the heart of LAFC as well, so we'll keep you guys posted on that stuff. On that note, tradition, of course, dictates the word of the day. 
Tony, word of the day, sir. Stay golden. And for me, to all of you guys, thank you and stay golden. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.